0: Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win two hundred dollars in free bets. It's just that easy. It's it's episode 40. 40. I I got it. I got it. Carter Hutton, Devin Dubnik, Michael Grabner,
1: Michael Grabner, Grabs. Shout out to Michael Grabner.
0: I just need to explain, since this is just audio, um, the way we are all sitting. <laughs> Pete and I are sitting next to each other, and then Craig is sitting two chairs away. Clearly wants nothing to do with us. I don't know if
2: it's personal or not. I'm starting to think it is. I'm missing to Carole King. You're so
0: far away.
2: <laughs> wow. I just heard our our, our three listeners just signed off.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well. Going
1: way back there with the Carol King reference. I know you got it, though.
2: Yeah. Yep. I listen to, in my car right now. You'd be surprised. I, I used 8-tracks? to be all about no, buddy. Serious XM, <laughs> I used to be all alt nation all the time, 30, 32 or 36. I don't know. Somebody will correct me. You know, I drove across country this summer with my wife and my dog, and we put on Yacht Rock, and it's smooth and easy listening songs of the 70s, and I haven't changed it since. There Just, Chills you out, okay, dials get, you down. Get your carpenters on the yacht rock. Carpenters are not actually on that yacht huh.
1: rock station. I find that
2: strange.
0: I have nothing to contribute you, to this yeah, conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying,
1: nothing, no carpenters on there.
2: No, there are no carpenters. Uh, Chris, Chris Cross on is on there, and the Chris you know, Chris the Cross. Pina Colada song, Sam.
1: Rupert. Uh, yeah, him, what's his last name? I don't know
2: the names Rupert of everybody. no 10cc is on there. A lot of Steely right. Dan,
0: <laughs> a lot of Steely, wow.
2: Steely Dan.
0: All right. Well, okay. that, now that's a good <laughs> band. Right. That's a band yeah. that
1: transcends the
2: 70s. Yeah. Steely yeah. Dan. Sorry. Stuff. Do you know
0: what, I, I do know Steely oh, Dan. Like oh, hey, 18. Oh,
2: hey. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, okay. Sorry.
0: Just... <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Once again, nothing to contribute to this conversation. Well, uh, it's our one audio show this week, so we're going to just do updates around the NHL, updates on the Coyotes, and I guess since, you know, we are a Coyotes Podcasts. Let's just start with them because there are some big news that mm. came out this morning and not so great.
1: Sad news, yeah. Connor Timmons, a uh, defenseman that they acquired in the Darcy Kemper trade from the Colorado Avalanche, will miss the rest of the season with a knee injury. He clearly has had other injury issues. He had the concussion that sidelined him, I think it was for 18 months. He's had other minor injuries. Just, just a tough break for this kid. When you When you looked at his opportunity coming into this season, playing a top-four role, He was getting the kind of experience that he needed to get. He needed to play these games. You need to get the reps, mental and physical, right, to to work your way up to becoming worthy of that spot. Um, The Coyotes obviously have a a different situation than most teams, but he was going to get that opportunity to play those sorts of minutes. They were going to get a feel for what they had in a big right-handed defenseman who at one time in in the uh, process was a really highly rated draft pick. The, the avalanche was still really high on him when he left there. And now he's, he's on the shelf again for the rest of the season, really tough setback for this guy's development and his mental state.
2: You know, and we talk about the rebuild and this is a player that you go, okay, he survives the rebuild. He's part of the rebuild. He's going to be here moving forward, a right-handed defenseman, offensive young, all of those things are true. And he needed to play. Like he, he needed to get those minutes. Like you said that he's, he wasn't able to get in Colorado. They have so many puck-moving offensive defensemen in Colorado. He really didn't have a home. This was a perfect fit for him. This is just disheartening to yeah. see something like this, to, to to miss the whole season where he really could have used the development and played in a lot of minutes and a lot of situations. So it's unfortunate. But then we talk about Kyle Capabianco, another guy who's on the precipice of where is he and what is his career going to be. Is he any
1: closer to getting into action? He was skating. He actually skated in Philly. Uh, on his own of course they didn't have a morning so he traveled with him well he didn't initially but he joined the team oh great so he uh he's back on the ice we'll see you know they're gonna have to evaluate and and you mentioned this to me up the air you know they're gonna have to evaluate what he looks like whether yeah. he's ready to hop into game action with how little he's played recently but i've been told at least that he's close they're, they're calling him day to day at this point so you know if he doesn't get in this weekend against anaheim and seattle i would think sometime next week he'll be ready to join the lineup and Clearly they need bodies back there. Uh, I, I think he probably would have had a regular spot coming out of camp had he stayed
2: healthy. The interesting thing for me is going to see what they do with Dyson Mayo and what his role going forward will be. He's played a lot of minutes. He's played well. He, he got a goal the one game. He's fit in. Let's put it that way. And, and now is is he here for good or, is, or are they going to start a little bit of a revolving door giving everybody in Tucson a little bit of taste of
1: that? I think well, Mayo's played so well that I think they can afford to keep him here especially with Timmins out. The question is at what point will Vladislav Provonov be ready to come up here and then that's that's just going to be their evaluation. When is yeah. he ready to step into the NHL where he's proven, you know, he's got enough AHL games under his belt. That's the, that's the one guy that I would watch down there. And and also, I guess we should point this out, uh what happens to Victor Soderstrom? Like if he gets bounced from the regular lineup, does he end up uh Going back to Tucson so that he can play regularly and play more minutes. Those right. are things to watch. And he's he, even
2: in, we talk about Shoulderstrom's game, glimpses of offensive where he looks really good. And then there's still that moment defensively in those corner battles where he could just use some time to develop his strength and develop his game i, I he's really close and and is it going to hurt him being here all year maybe not but the minutes he's going to play in tucson will be so much more beneficial because it will be the the first power play group that he's not playing with now I, I think that those things will really help in development so these plans will all be tbd as injuries you know as capo bianco comes back
0: and On the injury front, I wanted to also ask about an update on um, Nick Schmaltz and where he is.
1: Andre Turney said yesterday that he's going to be out for three to four weeks. Another guy where they they got him in front of the doctors, did further exams. I don't know what his injury is. It's an upper body injury. That's all they're saying. But initially, he was listed as day-to-day. So clearly, the medical staff back here or doctors who examined him found something more significant where he's going to be out a little longer. This is a team that doesn't have a lot of offensive options as it is. Clayton Keller, Phil Kessel, both in slumps. Barrett Hayden only has one point since he uh, since his recall over four games. So with Nick Schmaltz out of the lineup, just not a lot of offensive options for this team. Uh, another tough tough blow for this team as it looks for its first win.
0: And any timeline on Alex Yelchenyuk?
1: Don't know at this point. Um, he's skating uh, on his own back here. Also an upper body injury. Um but we we don't know yet. Uh, we'll, we'll get more of an update, I think, uh, when the Coyotes have their next availability here at home. He has been skating for a while, so I, w- I would hope it's it's at some point soon because they could certainly use his offensive yeah. punch in the lineup. It's funny
0: well. how we said before the season started, like, "Oh, why are they bringing him in? They don't want this offense." And now it's like, okay, maybe we do need some offense for the for the Coyotes because. Just- there hasn't been any, so
2: yeah. You want to rebuild, and you want to have. We understand the plan. We were all on board, and everybody's on board with the plan. You, you still win a game. Like it's, it, there's no, there's no rules against, you know, going and win a game now and then. Like they don't have to be 081 and one. Like, good grief, win a game. Like they, so you're to do that. You need to score. I, I wasn't sure how Alex Gachenik was going to fit in either, and what his role was going to be. Right now, if he's healthy, open the door and let him play. Play. Alex, go. Because he has the ability and the skill level to do some of the things offensively that other players on this team can't. He just can't defend. Well, clearly that's not happening anyway. So let's just get somebody out there that might be able to score. So let's hope he's back in the lineup soon and gives them the punch that I think he can provide.
0: And I just want to read a tweet, actually, that somebody had tweeted at our account this morning. They said, I supported the tank. I wanted to be the worst team in the league this season. This tank is way too aggressive. There's no benefit to being the worst team in the last 20 seasons. That doesn't improve the odds at Shane Wright. Uh, Bill Armstrong went too far. He needs to acquire roster help.
1: Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but what just are they gonna to, you do? know, get assets to acquire roster help to win a few more games. It's illogical. It's not going to happen.
0: I agree,
2: Craig. But I just I wonder if there were things along the way. Sure, like Michael Bunting. Sure, perfect example that was still young, cheap, fits under that plan, fits in the cap.
1: Developed him, drafted him. Could he have found a home? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and then they got past the point where they could do that, right? yes With the initial negotiations, it it, it turned sour, and at that point. Michael Bunting was looking elsewhere, and the chance to go home. I mean, he he actually took less money to go to Toronto than he got from apparently another offer. Uh, but yeah, that's one of those examples where you could have hung on to a guy who sort of embodied what you're trying to do with your system. Right? Worked hard, applied himself. Finally, finally, the light bulb went on in terms of you know. That the uh, commitment to all the details, right? The off ice stuff with Michael Bunting, and he came up and had an impact. He's played pretty well in Toronto too, so he could have been a guy that could have helped you. There are probably a couple examples of that, yeah. But at this point, yeah, this point, no, you're you're not going to make roster moves. The only
2: exception I would say to that, and the only maybe in this whole argument is in the net. Yeah, agree there. And if if Carter Hutton's injury drags on, or there's another injury. I wouldn't be surprised if that
1: position and only in that position would they go seek some help. I've been told that Carter Hutton should be back within the next 10 days. But here's the other thing, Petey. Like if, if Carter Hutton comes back and we see more of the struggles like we saw on those first two starts, can you really put him back out there behind your team? I don't think you can. I don't think that's fair to a team if he's gonna struggle like that. Yeah. So I feel things, like right, things to watch.
0: Right now, I feel like the Milk has kind of earned that number one spot sure. and maybe Carter Hutton would just serve as the backup which is probably like we've said before what he was expecting to do this yeah. entire time. So, you know, things to keep tabs on. Any other uh notes on the Coyotes Yeah, just we... Ryan
1: Dezingle is one to two weeks with the upper body. I think he suffered that in the fight when he was
0: That was a that game just took everybody down. Four
1: players. It's crazy. It's insane. In
0: and two players on one play cuz the yeah. hit on Timmins and then DeZingle standing up for that hit Yeah. And
2: two injuries So there really are no available roster spots or changes
1: coming into the game against Anaheim on Friday. Like there, there's very little they can actually do, right? right. Unless Galchenyuk's ready, but yeah, we'll, we'll get a. I guess we'll get a sense of that. I'll check in, but they're off today. So,
0: well, saying on the subject of injuries, now moving around, the NHL Vegas is struggling, um struggling with injuries. They just lost William Carlson. They're yeah, powered. sorry, I didn't
1: put him in the notes, but yeah,
0: yeah, Alex uh,
1: took. Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, all these guys are out of the lineup. It's crazy. Yeah, and
2: they're not. They, their ability to score has been diminished. Plus, their power play. Again, we talked about it at the end of last season, and and their power play this year. Uh, does this team make a move? And this is a team ownership has zero patience. They want to win the Stanley Cup this year. Period. When do they make a move? They got shut out in Toronto last night for nothing, and. Surprised me after that shutout loss as Robin Laner gets on and talks nothing about hockey again. I don't know who the PR guys are there, but do you take, I, I appreciate what he's trying to say and I appreciate I his message and please temper it with that. But he's got to, he's got to start focusing on his hockey right
1: now. I think, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a lot of ways we can go with this and I want to tread very carefully on this because clearly the Blackhawks issue is <laughs> dominating headlines around the league right now. It's, it's huge, but, there are there are a lot of troubling narratives out there right not just not just the people that are not taking accountability or defending you know the leadership that should have taken accountability There are problems on the other side there's 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 a lot of pandering going on oh i'm gonna say the right thing there's a lot of that stuff there's a lot of virtual signaling let's just say it you do need to focus on hockey um I think some of the comments that I've seen are disingenuous. I get tired of some of the virtual signaling because, okay, what are you actually doing about it Mm -hmm. other than just tweeting about it? Because that accomplishes nothing. Mm -hmm. To be honest, sometimes it's a detriment. So get out and do something in the community if you want to really care about this issue. But anyway, back to your point. Yeah, (laughs) he's got to focus on hockey. Because, yeah, because that team had a tandem of goaltenders
2: that was number one in the league a year ago. I mean, with Marc Andre Fleury and, and Laner, I mean, that was a dominating goaltending tandem. Now they're not. Nope. And, and unless Laner is playing lights out, you know, their backup, Brassois from Winnipeg, good goaltender, athletic, quick, all of those things are true. But it's not Marc Andre Fleury, Robin Laner fighting out to be number one. It's not that. And now with all the injuries they have up front, they're not scoring. They need to make a move now, which leads and, you into... Well,
0: it was reported last night that the Eichel situation has kind of narrowed itself down to two possible teams, mm-hmm. and Vegas is one, Calgary is the other. Calgary, wow.
2: Yeah, Calgary to me... I, that was oh, shocking to me. Calgary, we'll to, I don't know. Minute, that, yeah. What what are the pieces that Calgary's going to have to give up? And I don't know if he fits the mold
1: of a Daryl Sutter team. I don't I, I don't see it. Do they have the... Does Calgary... Maybe they have the the veteran leadership around him to... I, I think you need a strong dressing room. See, I, if think you're I think Jack Eichel. I think Vegas is those, the room that can handle them.
2: Are well documented. I think they need him in the middle of the ice. I think they need him on the power play. On paper, Vegas makes the most sense. But then we talk about both of the teams said. Okay, I, I don't quote me on this. That they said they'd they'd approve his path for surgery the sure. the path that he wanted to take medically well how long is he out after that then like so four months yeah so we're not talking tomorrow this is down the road like is there any i don't know why he hasn't had the surgery yet i i don't i don't get it i don't understand what's going on in the medical room either in buffalo like couldn't have this been done at the end of last season and he'd be healing right now of and makes him a much more attractive asset i i don't know of the two teams he to me he fits in vegas Calgary right now has got lightning in a bottle. They're playing hard. They're playing physical. I don't know if bringing him into that locker room right now is the right move yeah. for Calgary. Yeah. But again, Brad Truliving, I we'll see. He's built a good club right there that's playing for Dale hard now. Does he
1: fit? I don't know. Vegas. I mean, we talked about the power play briefly, uh, and we've we've talked about Phil Kessel a lot for that very reason. Their power play is operating at 0% right now. Zero. They have wow. not scored a power play goal. Uh, uh, that's incredible
2: to me. Yeah, and then they didn't get a power play goal in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, they might have had one. I don't. But they. It was brutal. It was the worst power play. Yes. So clearly the worst. Knowing that's a problem. Year. And all these guys are hurt, and you need to you need to win. Like you can't start off the first twenty games in this big of a hole. Do they well, make arguably a move? You can't in, in the Pacific Division. Yeah, in the Pacific, so they, they might be okay. Yeah, but but do they make a move? Yeah, I think, and, I think they need to.
1: And is Phil Kessel the guy? He needs, to, we said it before, he needs to score. Yeah, I guess it depends on what happens with Eichel, too. If they if they get Eichel, are they really going to make a move for Kessel right away, too? Again, I still think Phil Kessel is a, a trade deadline move unless a team, you know, has, and Vegas has the injuries, but, you know, maybe if they can't make that move, they get Kessel in the short term just to help their power play because you can't have your power play operating at 0%. That's, that's brutal. That's like... Coach should lose his job over that kind of bad.
2: Yeah. That needs to change. Agreed. And I and I don't know where the Calvary is coming for for, for that team. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I said this in the offseason, there's a short leash with that coaching staff right now. Because when you don't achieve the heights that your owner wants you to achieve, somebody's going to get fired. So it's either going to be the general manager or the head coach. And I tell you what, George McPhee and, and McCrimmon, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. So that leaves you with Pete DeBoer. I, I I know people are saying, well, yeah, but he's been in the, the, the conference finals the three of the last four. Yeah, fine. But if they, they want to win a Stanley Cup, his lease is short. I'm telling you, they don't turn it around soon. If they don't get the players, they don't start performing on the power play. Don't be surprised if they make a move at the head coach. Mm.
0: Well, despite Vegas' struggles, they're still uh have the third best odds to win the Stanley Cup on DraftKings Sportsbook um at plus nine hundred. Um, and Calgary is plus 3,000, kind of middle of the pack. Wow. Mm. That could be some fun odds to get in on now, Hmm. early looking at Calgary's success tied for uh, first in the Pacific Division um, with a record of 6-1-2. So, you know, if you want to check that out, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And when you sign up using the promo code PHNX and bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and they do, you'll win $200 in free bets. um, And you can... Use those free bets however you would like. It's a great way to get started with sports betting. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app is super easy to use. I say it all the time, but Petey uses it daily. So if he can do it, so, so can, can you.
2: It. Yeah, technology <laughs> challenge. And I just looked again as we were talking about the the team futures and the cavities are still not there for season point totals. They've been scrubbed clean of the season point totals. I
0: did ask about that because, you know, how last night you said, why would they do that? And I asked Shane who hosts our uh, phnx daily bets show and he said that if the the book itself can't make money like thinks they can't make money from it they'll just take Take it take it down so Mm. yeah so that just goes to show and you know the bookies usually know what they're doing so that says anything so once again check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app use the promo code phx when you sign up Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. If they do, you win $200 in free bets That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right. Back Ooh. to Calgary. Back to Calgary. I'll
1: talk Calgary a little bit okay. because Brad Treeliving signed a contract extension a few years ago that, that runs through the twenty two twenty three 23 season. So when I look at this team you can fire a GM with a year left on his deal. It happens all the damn time. Um, I feel like they need to make some, make some hay this year. They need to make a playoff run. They need to show that they're actually moving in that direction. Calgary has been a roller coaster since Brad took over. You know, they're in the playoffs, then they're out, then they're in, they're out. They're they're not showing consistent progress toward becoming a legitimate contender. They're off to a great start and they're getting contributions from, from a number of players. Elias Lindholm has been terrific for them this season. That was a great trade for Calgary. But I, in light of that, and we're talking about moves. I'm not surprised, I guess, to see that Calgary is shopping to try and improve this team anymore. Maybe, maybe you say to your guys, okay, you're off to a great start. We're going to reward you. We're going to add another piece, and we're going to try and take that next step. But you know, Brad, who's you know, I think probably for you, PD as well, one of my favorite guys in this league. I absolutely love the guy. He's he's going to be under the gun after this season. Uh, they need to show significant progress, or I think they could make a change up there at the GM spot.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, when you you talk about hockey in Canada, it's a different animal than it is here, Mm -hmm. especially in the Southern States. He is under a microscope literally every day. Um, Did well when he first got there, like you said, they were in the playoffs. They look like, okay, they're on their way up and they've, they've hovered in that middle ground and you can't hover in the middle ground in Canada from 12th to 8th and 7th. You can't be there. You either got to be at the top or you better be rebuilding. Um, He, over the summer knew this is it for him like he's they needed to perform well or he was not going to survive another season in calgary he's got a coach that he believes in and likes and they're playing this the style that that coach likes to play they're tough they're gritty they're in your face they're playing hard will it last the entire season i don't know if you can play that pace for 82 games you're going to have injuries you guys are going to get tired that's hard to play that way an entire season now the one thing last year they struggled but markstrom was injured for the majority of last season right their goaltender markstrom has been lights out this year sure has and so if you get him to, to to put the team on their back gosh they're right now you've got to put them right up there with edmonton and in a seven game series gosh i don't know if i wouldn't take calgary I might like their goaltending
0: better, and I, I like ha- their physicality. I think I had Calgary in our preseason picks, and Craig said I don't have Calgary in the playoffs. And,
1: I, I mean, I, and it, and it's now so I'm hard to figure out what, about that pick. what to, to think about that team because they're just so up and down. Yeah. yeah, but man, I would I would love to see the battle of Alberta in the playoffs. Yeah. Absolutely, oh yeah. and and I and right Edmonton's
2: now we're ten games hot, in, yeah. and they're 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 dead heat right now. So yeah, it's fun. They're a fun team to watch. They work hard. They're they're, they're going to play four lines aggressive. Hard in your nose hockey. So we'll see where it ends up. They're getting good goaltending. Does that hold up? They're not injured right now. Does that hold up? I mean, there's a lot, long, long, long way to go. But 10 games in, Calgary Flames are a big surprise for me.
0: Definitely. Um, and just in the province as well. Edmonton has three players in the top ten in points. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nugent Hawkins. have that a great like? season too. So <laughs> aside from the two guys that we expect to be up there, Dry Settle and McDavid, who are are they tied in points now? I think Dry Settle's on a run now. And I think they're tied in points, but yeah, that's tape. Uh, Tip, has offense to work with it. It's so weird to talk about.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah they, do they have the depth? Do Again, they have do the they depth? Do they have the do defending and can their goaltending stay strong? I mean, if Mike Smith has a repeat performance to what he did last season,
1: can he do it? I'm just not, I'm not a believer in their goaltending and look, they were, they were hot and heavy after Darcy Kemper. That was the other team in the mix and, you know, Colorado was able to sweeten the pot with Connor Timmons and that, that's why they got the deal done. But Edmonton was the other team that was definitely in the mix for Darcy Kemper. So I think they know we don't have the goaltending to win a cup.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's the the fear I have in Edmonton too. And, and are they deep enough? You can defend against one player, maybe against two, but when you have those teams that have three and four line depth, those are the dangerous teams in the playoffs, and I'm just not sure Edmonton's built that way. And right now, I do. i know 72 games away from it, Craig. But I agree with you. I want to see the the Edmonton others and Calgary Flames in the playoffs.
0: Battle Ugh. of Alberta and Battle Florida. Give it to me now. Yes,
2: please. Absolutely. 100 <laughs> like, agree. On board. Give it to me yep. now.
0: I need. <laughs> I see now.
2: There's something to look forward to
0: for playoffs. Yeah. Thanks, Leah. Yeah. You know, because you know the Coyotes won't be there, <laughs> so yeah, we yeah. got to we got to make it fun for ourselves. Um, staying in Canada. The Leafs. We talked about hey, last week. Are they about still
1: playing? I thought. I thought they were folding the franchise. Their season
2: was <laughs> over. Yeah, they lost four in a row. And I thought the season was over. Didn't Tragic they move? roster constructed. construction. <laughs> they move. Tear it all down.
0: Relocate. Oh, yeah,
2: relocate. Relocated. Like, didn't who, they?
1: who do we say they just shut out? Vegas. Yeah, that's right. Vegas. Up, they and Matthews.
0: I think scored three, three in a row. Goals.
1: Three in a row for the Leafs. Yeah. yeah. So I guess they're okay, huh? they okay. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's not falling after all. It's
2: still a. It, this is a really good hockey team. Of course, it is really talented. Now, again, are they built for a Stanley Cup run? Are they tough enough? Are they physical enough? I I don't know all of those things. Offensively, there's gift that is any team in the league, and we have seen it here in Arizona. If you can't score, you can't win. Well, they can score. Mm -hmm. They're they you know Austin Matthews was not going to stay off the score sheet for the entire season. Exactly, they weren't scoring, and people were like, "Oh, what does this mean?" Well, it means it's not going to (laughs) last. His shooting percentage was not up to his average. You knew that was going to he was going to score. Yeah, and so now they are starting to
1: score. It's a dangerous team they're going to be just fine. It's a playoff team. How much, and I've said this before, how much does the entire narrative of this team change if Tavares doesn't get hurt in the playoffs last year? They beat Montreal. They beat Montreal in that first round. They're out of the first round. Who knows what happens at that point? It's just, it's so funny, the extreme opinions that come from both that fan base and I'll be honest, the media, by and large, the media, like it's widespread across Toronto media. I see it in some of the biggest outlets. I'm like, really? You're jumping off a cliff after like five games. Calm down. Yeah, a and, bit. and you, you do have s- to blame the media hysterical. for some of this,
2: right? You, you do have to blame the media for some of this, but they do have the, the media competition up there is sure is is a feeding frenzy up there. You have to compete, so they have to say things. I get it. The team is better than
0: what you're seeing.
1: National reporter saying it too. It's yeah. this is not just a fluke. This is not. It, should people be concerned? Mm-hmm. Yes, they should be. Really?
0: I after think, five, six games, I don't think it matters. If as long as Toronto makes the playoffs, it doesn't matter where they fall in the standings. It matters how they perform in the playoffs. Yeah, of and if
2: you count your points right now, because I'm looking, they're tied with Tampa Bay right now. I know. Relax.
0: Mm-hmm. Relax. Exactly.
2: Everybody, relax. Deep breath. Toronto. And enjoy be
0: Austin there. Matthews while he's still there before right. he comes to the. Cowboys. That part
1: you should be worried.
0: About. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love stirring the pot on that From your one. lips. Yeah. <laughs> oh Pope my to gosh, dear. Let's go. You heard it here first. Um, other surprising teams the rangers two points off from the metro Ooh. lead adam fox uh having a good, he fire. just got he just got a extension a yeah. contract extension as well so yeah, he'll be a, a ranger people. for a very long I mean, time a
1: lot of people in league circles that were angry that he won the norris last year i was like really really did you really do a dive on to what he did he, he had a terrific year and he's he's following it up
0: yeah leading the league uh in defense in points for defensemen as well with 11 points so
1: about the rangers though they're they're a little ahead of where i thought they'd be to be honest i I thought one more year before this team takes a step and i'm i'm still not a believer in the center depth i don't know about you pd i'm not sure they're strong enough up the middle but they've been they've been fun to watch you know what this is a team
2: that probably is a year ahead of where i thought they'd be also uh, with their i don't kind of rebuild because it's not a rebuild anymore they're past that point they're they're on the the they're building now. I mean, you look at some of the names, they still got Panarin and Kreider and Zibanejad. It's a good hockey team and they're all producing right now. And when they all produce offensively, it's a dangerous hockey team. And I, I think there are very few players in this league that can jump over the boards and be a scoring threat every time they touch the ice. And Artemi Panarin is one of those players.
1: Where's my cowbell, by the way. Oh, oh, would you it's like here. Me to pass it to I, you? Yes, I'd like to oh, ring my cowbell. I mean, and I, oh, there, that, there it uh, goes. You can go ahead and ring it.
0: It's, I'm passing it um, two couches down because Craig is so Every far Every time
1: away. I hear names like Artemi Panarin, I'm yes. reminded of all the extra. Where did he come from? And it's harder to talk about the Blackhawks. It's almost impossible to talk about the Blackhawks right now because... I'm having uh, yes I, I'm having an identity crisis now. Yeah, I, I can't even. I can't root for that franchise. What was it? And say. Craig,
2: honestly, and if you don't know, I, I'm not trying to put you on the
1: spot. What do you
2: know? What the trade was? Do you remember the trade for timmy Panarin? Brandon Sod.
0: <laughs> Apologies <laughs> to everyone's ears.
1: <laughs> At one point, on a prior show that will remain nameless, you were a part of it, Petey. We put together a team of ex Blackhawks, and it was. Pretty good team. One hell of a team. Yeah, It was one hell of a team. Yeah.
0: And the the Blackhawks of today just got their first win.
1: (laughs) Got their first win. And and and
0: Patrick Patrick Kane Kane with three settled
2: four with with an injury. And he's back with a hat trick. And does that make a difference? And then they play Carolina tonight. Yeah.
1: They're going to win some games now that Patrick Kane is back. They're much better with him in the lineup. They're not going to stay at the bottom of the standings. Although I don't think they're a playoff team. They'll win some games. And now at least, you know, the, the guy for whom I ring this bell is now gone. Yes. So and deservedly so.
0: <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Um, what what else we got? We got Buffalo is still succeeding. How long we should uh make should we make bets on how Here's long that the thing, lasts? Like, I
1: look at spreads. Like I, I think like if if a team gets like 10 points clear of the coyotes, coyotes aren't catching them.
2: Oh yeah! Once it, you open up that, Buffalo's kind of got eleven threat. points. happening? But, but, but like they're so far ahead of the Coyotes right no. now. Like if they could I mean, have they're a
1: they're massive almost, collapse, and I don't yeah. think they're going to. You don't have to worry about them. Yeah, you don't have to worry about them. Yeah.
0: Well, look I'm, at that.
1: I'm like, of the opinion that Buffalo is out of consideration now. Wow. Yeah. Can you Crazy imagine? Ten games in, ten in and we're saying games.
2: eleven points ahead or ten points ahead of the Coyotes. The one thing that's interesting to me with Buffalo is they're doing it as a team right now. And guys that had bad seasons last year, aka Skinner, had a bad year last year. Is playing well and putting up numbers. Does this last for eighty-two games? I don't know, but they are sure playing together, and they're pretty excited about the way they're playing. And is it because Eichel's not there oh and gosh. everybody had to pick up the slack? I don't know. Their
0: odds changed from before the season. They're not. They're not tied with the Coyotes for the worst odds anymore. Their yeah. odds improved on the DraftKings Sportsbook. There you so. go.
1: Should we roll right into the uh, the new tank leaders?
0: Yes, let's Who's do. Who's in the
1: mix now for that? Um. Well, Montreal's still Montreal. there. Montreal. Montreal is definitely still
2: there.
0: Uh, LA and now struggling. with Cole
2: Caulfield being sent down to the minors, my Ooh. Calder trophy pick, hearts, by the way,
0: right. not mine, oh.
2: he's in the American as a Spencer now.
0: Knight, which probably no, will happen. I have my dark horse, yeah, but uh, because
2: oh, I had, he's I had Cole Caulfield, so well. great experience in the playoffs, he was going to be a leader, but yeah, oh, no, sent down to the
0: <laughs> AHL <laughs> after 10 games, not not good, yeah. yeah. I don't think the Blackhawks are
1: going to stay here. I think Seattle's going to be in this mix, yeah. The other one interesting to me is our Ottawa
2: and LA, yeah, like Ottawa, on LA? the one thing with Ottawa that's interesting. Yeah, is Ottawa down. can still score. Yeah. Like, they're they're the team you know, I keep saying the coyotes aren't going to be in these six, five shootouts. Ottawa is like the, they have the ability to score. So they're gonna win some games just a virtue of their offensive output. I I still think they're gonna be in the bottom third. Whether they're anywhere near the
1: coyotes, that would surprise me. Yeah. Like, I I quentin byfield's out too and that that hurt him. that hurt all center depth right yep. up the bat and then drew dowdy's drew
0: out, so. out for uh, two months
2: yeah and he was he was having an, actually a really good year to start offensively he
0: came in really motivated i mean yeah. it's an it's Copa's an olympic too. we also have to remember like it's an olympic year that yep. like individual players have something to prove and especially someone like drew dowdy who is you know older and and not at like in the prime necessarily the prime of his career you could but you could argue that he still is um but he wants to prove everyone wrong he came into the season saying that and he felt like he could make the olympic team still be, still be one of the best defensemen and the nhl so it's really too bad to see him go out with that injury. Canada's fans
1: would probably don't feel too much pity for him. Yeah. I mean,
0: but, but as a team Canada fan
1: yeah I do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised. It'll leave you I, out on that island. They they it. had a better That's start than
2: I was team. expecting. Kopitar had a resurgence of his career. Are you uh, also a Dustin Brown fan? Uh,
1: <laughs> buddy.
2: Go ahead. Ring, can do bring the
0: cowbell for Dustin <laughs> we should,
1: Brown. We for honestly me?
2: shouldn't even be allowed to say his name on air on our show. <laughs> okay, so who's your top three right now in the Tankathon? Ottawa. Oh no, I'll say it. Seattle, Montreal, Arizona. Same. That's who I've got.
0: Uh, Arizona, Montreal. You have Seattle in there?
2: Yeah, I have Seattle in there. <laughs>
0: yeah. You, you think Chicago is going to pass Seattle?
2: Just I because do. Of Patrick Kane. I do.
0: Hmm. That's fair. Okay, then I'll just agree with you guys.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I the one thing with Seattle though with Grubauer, Vesna Trophy goaltender, can he as a Vesna candidate? Can he propel them to a few more wins? I believe he will. So I still I don't see how anybody's going to be able to touch the Arizona Coyotes in the reverse standings. But I you just know don't what? They're
0: still not going to win the draft because that's just when the draft. job.
2: <sighs> I, I don't even want to start thinking about the ping pong day. I don't want to think about it yet. I'm, I'm not ready they're, for they're it.
1: They're going to be in the mix the next two seasons. So if they just win one of the next two, get right, or Could you
0: imagine even if better got, yet, Can Could you Biddell. imagine if they got just both? Say, if they oh, get both? No,
1: now, now we're talking crazy. <laughs> if they win both, crazy then, then, then I'll tell you what Matthews comes home. Ownership <laughs> better Who's back your up third the line
0: center in
2: that group. <sighs> oh my God. Wow. Austin Matthews with Connor Bedard and Shane Wright. See, now this is the stuff we should be talking yes. about. <laughs> this is the, the now wheel, I'm fantasy. On board. wheel the, of fantasy. That's
0: the real wheel of fantasy. I
2: am on board for this recipe. But then the ownership, I tell you what, if that happens, they better back up the money truck and they better try to win. Yep. Because if we stumble through, or, but like Edmonton, that they didn't get the right goaltending or they didn't get defense depth to surround these great, great high draft picks, they didn't go anywhere. So if this comes to pass they better do it the right way because like you said bill armstrong stage one he checked the box got assets for players done cupboards are full yep we're ready to start picking box number one is checked there's a lot of boxes left to check
1: yes there are and a lot of different boxes to
2: check they're hard so not planning the parade down the the process yeah not planning the parade down van buren quite right It's we're not there.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because literally just today we were talking about all the stuff to do with the draft lottery and Craig was already telling us about stories he has planned down the road and you don't want, I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to say if you want to read them when they come out, you should need to become a member at gophnx.com so you can read all of Craig's stories. Um, There's going to be more than just written content behind the paywall as well. So, um, you, you need to become a member to get access, but being a member also gets you access to the members only Discord where we chatter all day long. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's hard to. Can we talk about the member
2: Discord briefly? And I know we're doing our, our gophnx.com read and behind the paywall and everybody oh, at phnx.
0: It's everything about
2: but phnx. That Discord sometimes, man, these guys are like, it's too smart. For me, like, I just want to get in there sometimes and go, Hey, like, what do you think? There's going like to win CBA tonight? and capologists in there.
1: Like, should <laughs> we just wow. say, You know, who's going to win I tonight? learn details about the CBA when I need them because I don't want to go through that legal document. <laughs> like, I've, I've read the CBA, but you forget so much because it's so dense. I haven't. There are guys out there that have it memorized. I'm like, It's, man, I, you know, I should. Rather than reading researching the CBA, if I have a question, I should probably just go to our Discord.
2: So chat. maybe I'll go in the Discord and lighten it me? up a bit. I just like, who's going to win tonight? Or hey, who do you think Chick's going to play with tonight? <laughs> what should I wear? Yeah. What should I eat? What? Ch- exactly. Like, can <laughs> we do that sometimes too, Discord oh, guys? Man. It
1: does get a little serious in there.
2: Well, they're very smart, intelligent hockey guys. Great. But it's too, uh, like, I mean, I love it. I so you're saying lighten up a little bit.
0: No. I, I'm not, <laughs> I think they lighten no. up at times,
2: Once in a while, the, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't want. I,
0: who's going to win? Well, we're doing a great job selling numbers only. And a way to go. No, but we do
2: all (laughs) three of us are in there. And I tell you what, it is very intelligent hockey conversation. hundred percent true. And you get answers to questions immediately and people do look things up. And the hockey research is great there. And it is honestly, it's a group of hockey
1: fans.
0: Yep, exactly. Um, so become a member now at gophnx.com um, and check out the PHNX locker as well. You don't have to be a member to shop the PHNX locker and great, get all the great merchandise on there. So be sure to do that. All right, let's just wrap up. Uh, Craig, I don't, should I throw it to you? There's chatter about Batman. There's a Batman press conference this no, week. Just we ugly don't, have time. To, we ugly don't have to stay the on league. it. Everybody
1: long, knows but, about the Blackhawks scandal. Yeah. Now we've got the Billy Guerin scandal as well. Well, that's an ugly story too. Let's let's wait to see what sort of details. Yeah. But I keep hearing this chatter, and Alan Walsh, the well-known yeah. agent, and never shy about Maybe tweeting known his for opinion, tweeting a picture um, saying a he's sword. hearing from some owners that there's they're not happy with the way Bettman's handling this. Gary Bettman's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He has he has the support of the vast majority of the ownership group. This is just chatter. I know a lot of people are unhappy with him, and they should be for the way the league handled this situation. It was brutal on a number of fronts, but Gary Bettman's not going
2: anywhere. Same thing for Donald Fear. That one I wonder
1: about. You are supposed to be representing the players. That is your interest, right? That's your constituency. It feels like the PA just failed him miserably, failed Kyle Beach miserably. I don't know how Don Ferrer keeps his job. I got to be honest. And who replaces him? I keep hearing, like, Mike Gillis. As a possibility, because I, th- I think he's working for the PA now, right? Um, that one would surprise me a little bit for some other reasons we can get into later if it becomes the, an actual case. Yeah, as that story but, unfolds, it's interesting that the heads yeah. of these, both
2: of these groups, their names are coming into question. I agree with you on Batman. I
1: I, I don't think he's going anywhere. Blip on his radar. Yeah, Crazy to say that, right? I mean, yeah. you want this to be a much more defining part of his tenure yeah. because they, they botched it. They botched it. But I think. He has and the to
2: Garen it. and the, the Wilkes-Barre Oof. and the Pittsburgh thing. We'll wait. We'll wait.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's it's wait been, and see
2: where it goes and what more comes out as this progresses.
0: It's been a, a challenging time to be a hockey fan this last that couple weeks. So it
1: really, really has.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: Oh, wow, we're leaving on such a song. I know. Oh, wait,
2: yay. You
0: Craig, maybe you should sing again.
1: Oh, I know.
2: I <laughs> well, we got a Coyote Game Friday. That's yes. coming up. You guys right? didn't like my singing. No.
1: Jamie and Luke liked my singing. <laughs> did they? They told me they did. They probably didn't.
2: That's why they're not working with you now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, yeah, so we'll be back uh Friday. night. Friday night, night post game show.
2: And Craig will be here again. I will. Third yep. straight game. Wow. Look at that. I know Anaheim Ducks. If they don't win that one. Yeah, we'll see. Because Zegris went out, Zegers went out with an injury, right? Um, so we'll see what his status is by Friday. Uh Terry's on a, a point streak, so we'll see where he's standing at. Shattenkirk's had a great start. We'll see.
1: Multiple teams have started the season with 11-game winless streaks, including the 2017-18 Coyotes. Only one team, the forty three forty four Rangers, exceeded it at 15. So, so it was a big game on Friday night. Let's see. Yeah, you, uh, you either join that large collection of teams in second place or, you know, if you don't get a win here and you don't beat Seattle, you're all alone in second staring at uh, a record that nobody wants. Yeah.
2: And look for Craig to all his insights over the next 48 hours, too, because he'll have media availability with the players, the coaches, and he'll kind of give us a better eye into what's happening for Friday night. So keep an eye out for that over the next 48 hours. Yep. And I think that's it, Leah. I
0: think that's it. Follow Craig on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan, me at Leah Merrill, PD at S. Peters Hockey, our account at PHNX underscore Coyotes, PHNX Sports across all social platforms. think that's it. We'll We're see done. everyone Friday night. Have a great day.